0: Today's show is sponsored by the Still Waters Counseling with Julie Adams. You need a counselor with life experience who cares for you. That person is certainly Julie Adams. Sometimes it helps to talk, to unload hurts with those who listen with empathy while sharing the same biblical moral frame of reference. It also helps to receive constructive suggestions that move toward solutions in a more positive journey. Life is hard and some days it gets harder. You do not have to go on this journey alone. If you're in need, please reach out to Julie Adams with The Still Waters, that is S T I L L dot StillWatersLife.com to set up an appointment. Hello and welcome and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. In just a moment, you're going to hear a conversation that I had recently with a new friend. Her name is Tiffany Wiggs and we actually met via Facebook. You will hear in just a moment how we met and what made me reach out to her. I believe that this podcast episode, this conversation will help so many people. I am always passionate when it comes to fitness, health, weight loss, and Tiffany's story really stood out to me and I I think this podcast conversation will provide you with a lot of great tips, thoughts, ideas, reminders when it comes to weight loss, keeping the weight off, and really continuing to be successful in the things that we do when it comes to fitness and health. So I hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. Tiffany, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am really happy to have you here today. And I think this podcast and our conversation is really going to be able to help a lot of people out. So I want to get started with just kind of how we met. We actually met via Facebook and I saw your uh, amazing transformation photos, uh, your before and after photos. And uh, I reached out to you. And it was just, um, I wanted to hear more from you about your, your transformation. So I wanted to see if you could begin, take us back to when you made your des- decision that you needed to make some changes in your life, physically, health-wise. How did that, how did that get started? What did that look like?
1: Okay, well, um, ultimately it started back when I started having kids. I started putting on the weight and just found myself unable to take it back off. And tried many different diets over the years, and I would do the roller coaster thing where I'd lose a little bit, then I'd gain what I lost, and then a little bit more back, and just kept doing that over the years. And then um, in 2019, I met this gal on Facebook, and I saw her transformation, and I was like, okay, I want to know how she did that mm-hmm. because she she had the body type like I do. She wasn't a skinny person getting skinnier. She was someone who was overweight who got skinny and so I reached out to her and found out about program and joined in September and you know her first question is okay why do you want to lose weight and my mind went like 800 places and I was like ultimately my number one reason right now to lose weight is my daughter's getting married Yeah. And I'm going to be mother of the bride and the mother of the bride is in all the pictures. Mm -hmm. You can't avoid the camera up until then. I have been avoiding the camera. You know, I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'll take the picture or I'd stand behind people. And, but I did not want to go back and look at my daughter's wedding pictures. And the only thing I'm thinking about is how awful I look. I wanted to look at those with the joy that my daughter got married and it was great and it was wonderful. And, and so that was my why.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's such a powerful story. And I appreciate you sharing that. I think one of the things as we think about the the weight loss journey, and we'll talk about this a little bit too, how it really never ends, but what you're saying about your why is so important because a lot of people, yeah. you know, let me ask you this. You had mentioned earlier that you had tried a lot of other methods and things like that. Do you feel like this time around, your why was stronger than in previous times?
1: I do think my why was stronger. Um, I also found a program that worked for me and kept Mm. me from being hangry all the
0: time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, And that's so important too. You know, there are so many different programs that are out there. And one of the things that I have seen, Tiffany, even, you know, thinking about my, Uh, transformation journey and just weight loss and my mindset when it comes to eating is that there's a lot of ways that a person can get the weight off. One of the biggest challenges is really, you know, keeping the weight off. And so we'll have to talk about that a little bit more. So if I can, how much weight did you lose? How did you measure your success? Did you measure it by the scale? Did you measure it by your clothes. I know you mentioned the wedding that was coming up. Give us some more information about that.
1: Okay. So when I first started, you know, of course I was internally like, this is never going to work and it's going to fail just like everything else did. But, um, my coach told me, you know, weigh once a week, no more. Yeah. So, so I did that. I weighed every Sunday morning and my first week I lost 12 pounds Wow. And I'm like, okay, this is not real. It's, you know, that was water rate. Everyone talks about the water rate when you start start eating so many carbs. And so the second week, I lost three pounds. Mm-hmm. And the third week, I lost three more pounds. And mm-hmm. it was as long as I followed program 100% and did everything I was supposed to, I lost three pounds a week.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's fantastic.
1: And yeah, with that kind of motivation, it keeps you... From wanting to cheat. Because you know if you cheat, it's three to five days before you start losing weight again.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it was just, it was huge motivation. And my clothes started feeling loose. Um, the funniest one was, it's kind of personal, but I was going to the bathroom. And I realized I didn't unzip or unbutton my pants. I just pulled them down.
2: <laughs>
1: because I didn't need to unzip or Unbutton them to pull them down. Yeah. And then another time I put my phone in my pocket, and phones have gotten big
2: and they have gotten
1: <laughs> heavy. And I put my phone in my pocket and immediately hit the floor and it took my pants with it.
0: Oh, and wow. Like,
1: so definitely need to buy some smaller pants now.
0: Yes. That is awesome. I love hearing that. So, two follow up questions. Number one, did your coach give you any more insight as to weigh only once a week? Because a lot of people I call. Sometimes I think people can be described as scaleaholics, where, you know, they, they get on the scale two or three or four times a day. Everything is measured by the scale. It can affect their mood, all of that. What other insight did you have about only weighing once a week? And then my second question will be, uh, during this process or journey, how often did you go out and buy new clothes? Did you do it throughout the journey or did you do it later on? So let's start with the question about the scale.
1: So um, at the beginning, I was really good. I weighed once a week and then I was like, well, what are the daily changes? So I started weighing daily Mm. and I could be up one pound one day and down a pound and a half the next. I mean, it was it was a little roller coaster. And so that once a week kind of gives your body a time to settle. It's best to weigh first thing in the morning, you know, get up, go to the bathroom and then weigh and not eat anything and if you always do it at the same time of day then you will get a true line of where you are because I could weigh that same evening I lost 12 pounds that same evening I gained three of them back the next morning I'm back to losing the 12 pounds I mean it just your body will gain weight during the day and lose weight and I mean, it's all over the place. So if you're on that scale all the time, it's going to start messing with your head.
0: Yeah. And I think what you're saying here is really important. Thank you for sharing that because we, we, I think we tend to want to see the instant results. And when we get into that, and initially, especially depending on how much weight we have to lose, we'll see a lot of fast results But then things will slow down a little bit, which is okay, because you want it long term, right? We don't want it. Right. We don't want to lose everything so fast. And then we just have this huge rebound effect. That's something that I have seen, Tiffany, as well, talking to people on a challenge. I know back in 2016, I actually had two scales, and I ended up throwing both of them away. So I was the only one getting on them as well, because I was just so infatuated with the number. And what you're saying is very important to the audience that You started off going once a week, but then you got so excited because you were seeing results. You're like, oh, okay, so let me just track this every day. So it's fascinating that the once a week still is effective. Some people may even do it once a month, but once a week is a great way to check in where you're not going to be, and let me ask you that, Tiffany, when you saw the scale go up when you were doing it day to day, did that have any kind of negative impact on you? How long did you do that before you said, okay, I'm done. I'm just going to do it once a week.
1: Yeah, um, it didn't take long at all. And it definitely impacted me because it made me feel, okay, this is not working. What did yep. I do wrong? What did mm-hmm. I, you know, I had, did I eat, you know, one thing I wasn't supposed to or too much of this or, and, you know, really started messing with my head. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go back to once a week. And so what I did is that once a week, I wrote that weight down.
2: Gotcha. If
1: I stepped on the scale during the week, I didn't write it down. It wasn't, it wasn't official. It was just, you know, cause your brain goes, okay, but what is, and so you just go step on it and you're like, nope, it's not the right day. I'm not going to write this down. This number means nothing.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
1: And so even if I did it more than I should have, I only wrote it down once a week. So that was the official way. Of...
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. Thank you for that. So there's a couple of other things I want to go back to. You mentioned You had tried a lot of other things, and when you started on this this latest journey, you had a lot of doubts and things like that, working with this coach. I I think, Tiffany, a lot of people struggle with the same things that you have experienced as well, where maybe there has been success and then setbacks. Um, I think even the way that we use the language or language that we use, like failure may be too strong of a word, but setbacks. But when those setbacks continue to hit us, we do or can feel very discouraged. When did you begin to see your mindset shift from this will never work to, okay, I think that I have a chance here? I know you had mentioned you saw, you know, 12 pounds come off the scale, then three pounds, and just this consistency. When did your mindset catch up with what your body was doing?
1: Probably in that. That first 50 that I lost.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, because even my husband, I'm married to the eternal skeptic. You know, he tends to be a pessimist and not an optimist. And, you know, he was he was supportive. But I could tell that he was thinking this is going to be like everything else she's tried and it's not going to work. And when I lost that first 50 pounds, he was like kind of shocked. I was shocked. I mean, because I I'd never lost 50 pounds consistently like that. And in a way that I was not unhappy, right? If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I think what you're saying then is that it takes some time, and that's something that that I've seen as well. That many times, because it's it's interesting too. Like, did you ever have those moments or experiences? You, you told us about your pants falling off, which I think is fantastic. But those experiences, like when you're looking in the mirror, because we can have a we can have a certain view of what we look like, but then when you look in the mirror, whether it's, you know, after losing a lot of weight or gaining a lot of weight, you're like, who is this person? Did you have any, any moments like that?
1: Well, see, I always, I didn't because the fat woman in the pictures and the mirrors, that wasn't me. Gotcha. And mm. so in my mind, I wasn't overweight. And then I would see a picture of myself and I'd be like, Oh, Whoa, what is that? Who is that? And so it was, I was getting me back, the me that I thought I was.
0: Mm. Yeah. So that's important too, where, you know, still holding onto this idea of, of who we really are and getting back to the real us. So what happened then with your daughter's wedding? Um, How did that go for you with the photos? Were you behind the cameras? Uh, Were you in the photos? Walk us through that.
1: So, um, my daughter actually got married during the pandemic. And so the original deadline that I had set myself got pushed back. So, but I wasn't at my hundred percent goal weight by the wedding, but I was in a very good place. I think I had lost like 120 pounds Yeah, and I was feeling fabulous. I, Spent the whole day doing everything that I needed to do. The cameraman was everywhere. And I didn't even think about it.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic.
1: He got so many candid shots of me that in the past I would have died when I looked at them. And I'm just enjoying. I got to spend the entire day with my daughter, helping her get ready. And then we had that wonderful wedding. And I didn't think about the cameraman, which... Looking back, it's kind of shocking because normally I'm upset. Where's the cameraman? Where am I? How can I move away? I didn't think about him at all.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And that, that's really what this is all about. It's really about living life. It's really about enjoying life. It's about being confident in who we are, uh, whether yes. we're in front of a camera or, <laughs> or not. So what advice would you give someone getting started on their weight loss journey?
1: You need a strong why.
0: Mm. And um
1: I became a coach for this program. And I've had clients who have come on and have done amazing. And I have co- had clients who have come on and struggled really hard and fallen off and quit. And every single time I have a client who doesn't stay in the program, it's because their why is I just need to lose weight. You know, you have to, it has to be more then I just want to lose some weight.
2: Yeah, It
1: needs to be, I want to be healthier. I want to, you know, I even had a client, she wanted to fit a specific size of jeans. You need some driving force that is going to keep you strong in those moments of weakness because we all have them. I have them all the time. My daughter started working at Crumble Cookie and cookies are like kryptonite to me. (laughs) Yeah. And, if you do not have that strong why, you are going to stumble.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. And throughout the process, it maybe it does start with the genes, but seeing, okay, yes, there has to be something greater than this. Um, right. And, and that's so true and so important. So thinking about your why, thinking about your journey, how did your journey? positively impact others
1: it impacted so many people um so i lost a lot of my weight during the pandemic and so we were housebound and so nobody really saw me and then we started coming back to church and we're wearing masks and the first day that i came back to church i was walking next to my daughter and the preacher's wife asked samantha if she brought a friend to church wow She did not recognize me and I did have a mask on, so, you know, I'll give her that, but it was just, and my husband joined program with me. My dad joined program. So many people saw what I did and thought, okay, she did this. I can do this. And it's so true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's so important to Tiffany when you think about other people it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you, you have mentioned your husband was or is at times somewhat of a skeptic. You started off doing this, obviously you had a coach, but within the family, it sounds like this journey was just you. Is that correct? At the, at yes. the beginning.
1: Yes. When I first started, I mean, he supported me and um, he does all the cooking in our house. Okay. So he, he followed all the guidelines of the food and he cooked what, what I needed And he was really great about, you know, when the kids, we still had two kids living at home when they ate pizza, he would bring me food in the bedroom so that I wouldn't have to sit there and watch them eat pizza. And, um, but yes, it was doing it by myself. And even though I have a great support system and I have an amazing coach, 90% of this, it's you inside your own head saying, Oh, I want to go to the kitchen and get something eat. No, I need to not do that. You know, you But having that support system really helps because they can encourage you. I mean, I trained my kids. My son would come and ask me, you know, can I have dessert? And I said, I would say only if you bring me some. And he's like, you can't have that.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Instead of, you know, I had a client and her children were like, here, mom, eat this. And she's like, I can't. And they're like, no, just have a little bit. It won't hurt. And the difference there is night and day. Mm. Because you need people that are in your, in your group that are supporting and, and helping you.
0: How did you help? How did you, what did you do to, to help them? I think this is something important as well. So like, did you sit down and talk to them? Did you share your why with them initially? How did they get to the point? Like your son who's who, who, who's saying to you, no, mom, you can't have that. Because everything yeah. you're saying is so true. And yet there is a challenge where I don't think people are trying to like sabotage, you know, they're family members, but it's just kind of like it's okay. Just have one. So, how did you get that so instilled in the family?
1: So I just, I mean, I sat down and I told them, "I need to lose weight. I am not healthy." And my my kids were both teenagers, so I wasn't talking to toddlers. But you know, I explained that there's a lot of health things that could happen to me because I'm so overweight. Luckily, I didn't have any looming, really bad health problems. I was pre-diabetic, but I mean, it was just explaining to them, this is something that I need to do and I need your help. And I explained, you know, there were a few snacks that my kids liked and I'm like, these snacks, I really enjoy. So I would like to not purchase them right now to make it easier on me. But these snacks that you guys like, I don't like, so we will buy those. So you will get the food you want, you know, for the most part, but there'll be a few things, you know, that are not coming in the house right now because it's, it makes it harder and they were hundred percent on board. They were fine with it. Um, I did notice. I have two older children who don't live at home anymore and they didn't have the daily watching my transformation and at the very beginning, I told no when I was doing this, except for the people that lived in my house, just because I didn't know if it was going to work. And so I noticed that my older daughter, you know, a couple of times did that, you know, here, mom, you can have this a little bit won't hurt you. And then I explained, no, I don't want it. I don't. I like what's happening to me and I want it to continue. So I don't want to sabotage my it's not that I can't have it. I'm choosing not to.
0: Mm, mm. So uh, I'm just picking up on so many great things here. <laughs> so think about this for a second. Let's do a quick recap. Number one, you have to have a strong why, whether you're yes. trying to lose 10 pounds, 50 pounds or 100 pounds. Right. Number two. It, communication is really important. I love how you told them, listen, mommy is not healthy. I'm sure that was very hard for you to say. It's very hard for us to to admit some of these things, like I need help. And so this is how you can help me. So I think that's one of the biggest things as well, where we have to be very clear and upfront, even with the, with our family members, because it did have like this ripple effect upon them. We can't bring in certain foods at this time. So we have to have a strong why we have yes. to really communicate to people who are close to us so that they can help us and so that they can have that buy in as well which i think is just so fantastic because i think sometimes there can be a lot of embarrassment when when we know we need to lose weight or we're trying to do something and then especially if we have not been as successful as we want it to be you know in the past and so then yeah. you know what are people going to think oh here she goes again or here 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 he goes again So, yeah, I think that's so important. I think that those are hard conversations, but those conversations certainly, you know, set you up for success. Mm -hmm. So I got to ask you another question here, and I'm very curious. Um, One of the challenges that I have seen talking to people, even myself, and I've been working on it, is celebrating victories. So how did you, you had your why, you communicated with your family. You had a coach, which, by the way, is another great thing to have, some kind of accountability. How did you or did you celebrate certain milestones? And if you did, how did you celebrate?
1: So when we when we first started this and um, I started reading the book that came with my first kit and he really talked about using food as a reward is something that we do. And I realized that every single celebration that we have as a family was centered around food. You know, the kids went to the dentist and got a good report. We went out for ice cream. The kids got A's on their report cards. We went out for dinner, you know, just everything that we did, we celebrated with food. So my husband and I sat down and we were like, okay, if we're not going to celebrate with food, what do we want? What do we want to do? And he and I are gamers and nerds and have very specific interests that we like. And so we started thinking, okay, you know those $20 T-shirts that we always see and we want to buy, but we think they're way too expensive.
2: <laughs> well, instead of
1: spending $60 on dinner to, to celebrate something, let's get one of those T-shirts. Yes. And and I said to him, that way we can still wear our success, but we can take it off at the end of the night.
0: Mm. Instead of
1: eating it and wearing it for months and months.
0: Ooh. I love that. <laughs>
1: and so like I did program over Thanksgiving and Christmas. I did not eat off program during Thanksgiving and Christmas. And people are always like, well, how did you do that? Cause that's what that's, those holidays are all about food. And I said, no, those holidays are all about getting together with your family and being with your family. Cause I got to see my kids that don't live here at home and, That's what those holidays are about now for me. They're about being with my family. They're not all about the food. I sat at the Thanksgiving table, you know, and there were more foods on that table that I did not eat than there were that I did. And I was okay with it because I was spending time with my friends and my family. And the other thing that's really, really important besides the communication and your why is to give yourself grace to when those moments when you stumble instead of saying well I've already eaten this that I shouldn't have I should just go ahead and you know have whatever I want Mm -hmm. that snowball effect and stop it in its tracks okay I messed up it's okay I'm going to start fresh right where I am right now and I'm going to continue on I'm not going to allow myself you know when you fall off the wagon as the saying goes I'm not going to wallow in the mud I'm going to pick myself up, scrape off the mud, and I'm going to get right back on that wagon.
0: Yeah, no, that that's so important. And I think that's something, Tiffany, a lot of people struggle with. I, I know I have before where one mistake, one, um, you know, one thing can just cascade, not just into the rest of the day, but it can turn into like a week or a month. You know what I mean? If not careful. So... Go back to what you said about the shirts. I really love that statement. You could wear your success during the day and then take it off at night versus, uh, tell me that statement again, you mentioned, if you can remember it.
1: Instead of eating it and wearing it for months, you get it, you wear it and you take it off whenever you want. (laughs) You know, because if you think about when you eat a cookie, you're going to wear that cookie for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, so we were so spending true. the
1: same amount of money just spending it in better ways. It, that's, that's what we have decided to do. And like this year and last year, Halloween is our favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things that we do to celebrate our weight loss success was we would buy those big Halloween props that we've always wanted and it just It's something I get to have for years and years and I get to enjoy it and I earned it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now this is so good because I I don't think we celebrate enough, you know, highly driven people, obviously, you know, okay, you, you get to the mountaintop perfect. Okay. What's next. But having some kind of recognition, something, you know, that you can remember, okay, I hit this moment, I think is so, so critical Uh, Let me ask you one more question uh, for now. This is something I believe I heard. I can't remember who I heard it from. It may have been from an athlete, but it really has resonated with me where someone has once said the greatest danger to success is success, or the greatest danger to future success is success. So you have your why, you communicate it very well, you had a coach. You changed the way you celebrate it. You've been very successful. How do you continue to move forward after you have hit milestones and have positively impacted your family? How do you, how have you handled that?
1: i um, not as great as I should, to be honest. Um, I had a setback. I reached my goal weight. I entered what we call the maintenance phase where Mm-mm. you maintain your weight loss. And it was rolling around to the holidays again. And I told myself, I've got this. I can indulge a little bit on the holidays. And then as soon as they're over, I'll be back to the strict, you know, watching everything that I eat. And over the holidays, I got very complacent and very lazy. And I stopped paying attention to what I was eating. And that translated when we got back home after the holidays, I didn't watch it like I should have.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and I started gaining weight again Mm -hmm. and I'm currently working to get that weight back off and you know it's October and this started in January and I'm still working to get it off I'm I'm struggling a little bit I don't think my why this time around is as strong so I'm working Mm -hmm. on on finding a new one um You know, I don't like the way that my body looks right now. I got to a point where my thighs did not touch. And I had never even, it never entered my mind that that was going to be a thing. And I was walking one day and there was a mirror in front of me and I saw this light down by my thighs. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And I Mm -hmm. realized when I was walking, my thighs were not touching. And it was it was an amazing moment and feeling, and I loved it. And I don't have that right now,
2: mm-hmm. and I want it
1: back, back.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
1: so, and it's actually a little harder now that we're not in quarantine so much. Mm. We're going out a whole lot more,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you are bombarded by food when you leave your house. Yeah. And so, I am. I'm working on being a whole lot stronger. And reminding myself, you want that feeling back. You want to fit back into those clothes. Mm -hmm. Because I refuse to buy the big clothes again.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
1: and so, because I didn't buy, you know, you had asked earlier how often I bought clothes. I didn't buy clothes very much. Because I knew once I realized this is working and I'm going to keep losing weight, I didn't want to sink a whole bunch of money into something that hopefully I would be too small for in a short amount of time. So until my pants literally fell off my body, I wore them. And um, when I reached my goal weight, that's when I really started buying the clothes. You know, I might buy one pair of pants so that I have something to wear that doesn't fall off my body, but I didn't Mm -hmm. buy a whole bunch of stuff.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And um, I started giving away the clothes that I had outgrown.
0: Yes. Yes
1: so that they were not in my house. So I could not put them back
0: on. Yes. I love that. That's uh, I was, uh, I was thinking about that because that's something I did as well uh, years ago. And there's something I think psychological about that, um, you know, beneficial where you're telling yourself, no, there is no plan B, right. You're giving this away, whether it's to goodwill, to a family, whoever it may be, or there's even throwing them in the garbage, there is no going back. And I think that's something very important. What you just said too, I think is why you're going to continue to be successful. And I know I've used the language, you know, before and after photos, which I think is fine, but there really is no after. It's just a continuation, right? There's just this This continuation. Lifelong. lifelong (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just gonna be a lifelong process. But you just said something, Tiffany, that I think is very important for you. And that is I'm not buying any more clothes. I'm not buying any more big clothes. You said that a moment ago. Yeah. That right there is something very important that shows me and others and yourself, most importantly, all right, I've had a little bit of a setback, but a setback is not going to define the rest of my life, right? And that's something so important. I really appreciate you sharing this because, you know, I I just think sometimes, you know, there's even more, I don't know, uh, embarrassment You know, when we have lost weight and then we start to gain it back. And sometimes people are not always that kind. Hey, I thought you were doing this, you know, big transformation thing. Like what happened? And, you know, or sometimes we can think that's what people are thinking. But you're so right. This is really a lifelong journey. So having these tools, that's a great thing about your transformation. Having these tools, you can always go back to, okay, I know this worked. And I know this is something that, you know, that I've been successful with in the past. So right. thank you so much for sharing that. That's so important. And certainly if there's anything I can do, you know, please let me know. So, um, this has been a great conversation. There's so many things for, uh, for me, for others to, to take away. If there's someone listening today, uh, Tiffany, what would you want them to know as we begin to wrap up?
1: Um, Anyone can do this, but you have to be ready. You know, I have people reach out to me all the time and asking, you know, okay, how do I do what you're doing? And I explain and they're like, I don't know if I should do this, but let's do it. And I'm like, no, if you're not ready, don't do it because failure, if you do it and then you give up, you're going to feel bad and it's just going to, you're going to, you know, get in that downward spiral and you're going to eat your feelings. And we don't want that. You need to be ready. You know, I don't, I am a coach for this program. I don't chase people down and say, hey, you really need to do this. I wait for people to approach me because they need to be ready internally and mentally to do this. So, you know, once, you, once you're ready, do it. But if you're not ready yet, keep thinking about it. Keep working on it. You know, do little things even just passing up one cookie a day is huge. Yep. You know, if, and even like on program, we don't call it cheating. We just call it eating off program because Mm -hmm. cheating has such this negative, horrible impact on your, your psyche and your mind and, and everything. So it's, you know, if you made the conscious choice to eat off program, then you did accept the consequences of that. But, Let's work on getting you back the way you want to be. So it's just little tiny things can have a big impact. So try really hard not to get into that mindset. Oh, I already ate one bad thing. Let's eat 10 more.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, make it. we have this thing in program called Stop, Challenge, and Choose. Every time that we're getting ready to make a bad decision, we stop ourselves. We challenge ourselves. Do we really want to do this? And then we choose. Yes or no. And 90% of the time when I do that, I choose no because I've stopped and I've thought about it. And that's huge.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love that. Anyone can do this, but you have to be ready. Yes. Yeah, that that's fantastic. I love it. There's so many really great nuggets in this conversation that for those who are listening, uh, really think about it. And and maybe you're interested working with uh with Tiffany, uh talking to her, getting some more for perspective, uh, maybe even uh getting some coaching from her. Uh Tiffany, how can people reach out to you?
1: So I am on Facebook. My profile is public. My name is Tiffany Wiggs. Um, I have an email address. I can share it here if you want me to.
0: Um, I tell you what, I'll get that from you and I'll put it in the I'll put it in the notes for the podcast.
1: Sure. Yeah, and you can share my phone number as well, and people can just text or call me.
0: Awesome. Awesome. This has been so good, Tiffany. I really appreciate you spending some time with me today, talking about your journey, and uh, you definitely will help so many people. Thank you so much, Tiffany.
1: You're so very welcome. Thank you, Benjamin. Take care. You too.
0: Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you are in the need or looking for more motivation in your life, feel free to check out my website, BenjaminLee.blog, where you can find hundreds of encouraging, motivational blog posts on a variety of subjects. You can find all of my books, which can also be found on Amazon.com and other podcast interviews with a variety of people. I hope this helps. Please leave me a rating and a review. I can do, and so can you. Take care, and God bless.